0: Welcome to Profit and Prosper, a podcast for entrepreneurs who are ready to make some money while doing what they love. On this podcast, we're going to pull back the curtain and talk about all things business and money. But I promise you, this is not your typical boring numbers talk. I'm your host, Sarah Young, a CPA and CFO with over a decade of experience in finance, business, and leadership. I'm going to share everything I've learned from helping my clients grow more profitable businesses and keep more of what they earn while growing my own successful business along the way. You'll feel empowered and confident that you too can grow your wealth, live a rich life and have an impact. Stick with me and you might even start to think that finance is fun. Let's dive in. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Profit and Prosper Podcast. The topic for this week is so, so important and it is one of the topics that I get the most questions on from business owners and that is, how much should I pay myself? And if I don't feel like I can pay myself, how do I troubleshoot that so that I can pay myself more in the future? So in this episode, we are going to talk through what it would look like for you to pay yourself, how much to pay yourself and troubleshooting how to pay yourself more. Now, first things first, please keep in mind your business is there really to support your goals, your financial goals, your time, freedom goals, whatever life goals you have. And so because of that, because your goals are unique to you, There's really no formula in my opinion that works every single time to calculate how much a business owner should be paying themselves. It really just depends on the business and your goals. So what we'll talk about are some things that I want you to consider as you think through how much you should be paying yourself. Now, I want you to remember that as the business owner, you really have two hats that you wear. You wear one hat for doing the work in the business, for delivering the product or service to your customer, for managing your team, for doing the sales, doing the marketing, right? Doing all of the day-to-day stuff, keeping things going in your business. This is different from wearing your business owner hat, which as a business owner, you're really more behind the scenes, managing, monitoring, being the leader of the business, but not necessarily doing all of the day-to-day work. You're probably doing both of these things in your business. Even if you started to outsource some of the operations or sales or marketing or whatever, you're probably still doing a little bit of both. So since you're doing both, I like to split those out when we talk about how much you should be getting paid. So let's start with the working in the business hat. For working in the business, you should be getting a reasonable market rate salary that is consistent with the work that you are doing. If your business cannot support paying you a salary for the work that is required to deliver your product or service, then your business is not sustainable. The work that you do counts. (laughs) The work that you do has value, right? And so your business needs to generate the money to pay you for doing that work in addition to paying for everything else that goes on in your business. So as far as how much money you should get for doing the work in the business, there's a couple of different data points you can look at to calculate what would a reasonable salary be. So first and foremost, you can use the profit first method, which is taking 50% of your sales. um, If you have a product based business, you need to use your gross profit. So 50% of your sales or gross profit as your salary with an additional 15% going to cover taxes. So that is 65% in total that you would be paying to yourself to cover your salary with your taxes. Okay, so let's use an example. If your business generates $100,000 a year in sales or gross profit as a product-based business, then you would take half of that $50,000 and that is your Salary, you can divide that out monthly, semi-monthly, whatever makes you happy, okay? You can pay yourself that amount on a regular basis with an extra 15% or $15,000 that you also take out to pay for taxes along the way, okay? So the 50% is really like your take-home after-tax salary because you're covering the taxes with the 15%. Here's the thing. I have talked about Profit First with a lot of people, and I can tell you that pretty much nobody ever sticks to the percentages that he lays out in the book. That is because everybody has different goals. Everybody has a different business structure. And so it's okay if you say, you know what, 50% doesn't work. Maybe you want it to be higher. Maybe you want it to be lower. Whatever it is, stick to a percentage that works for you, that your business can support, And that will cover your regular needs um, for life, right? Paying your rent or mortgage, groceries, all that good stuff. Another data point you could use in addition to the profit first rules would be thinking about if you were to hire someone else to come in and do the work that you're doing in the business, how much would you have to pay them? Again, because your business needs to be able to support a market salary for the work that has to be done to run the business, right? So what would you have to pay somebody else to come in and do that? And that would be a good market salary for you. Now, The reality is you're probably, if you were to think about an org chart in your business, you have all of the different job titles and responsibilities. You're probably doing most of them, if not all of them at this point. And so maybe you have to say, well, half the time I'm a salesperson and half the time I'm doing this and 5% of the time I'm a bookkeeper or whatever it is. And so maybe you just do a little bit of math and say, well, this role would be 60K and this role would be 40K. And so I'm gonna go somewhere in the middle, right? This doesn't have to be an exact science. You probably have a feeling for what a market rate salary would be for the work that you are doing, okay? The last data point that I would ask is, what do you need as a human being? In your personal life, for your personal finances, what do you need to, one, just pay your bills every month, pay for your regular spending, and then also to do other things like build your wealth, put money to a retirement account, save money, pay down debt, and even have some fun with things too, right? Like how much money do you need to pay for all of that? And I want you to use this as a data point to compare to, what a market rate salary would be for hiring somebody to compare to 50% of your sales. Like, How do all these things flush out and use all of these things as a data point as you think about how to structure your business and grow your business going forward so that you can set intentional goals around business size that will pay you what you need okay, for working in the business. Now, let's switch gears and talk about your other hat, which is working on the business. Do you want to learn how to create a more profitable business without having to sell more? It's all about having the right financial strategy in place in your business, a strategy that will help you keep more of what you earn without adding to your stress level. Come and join my totally free five-day profit boost challenge, which kicks off on Monday, March 14th. In the challenge, you'll learn how to find more money in your business and boost your cash flow without having to sell more, how to get clarity and confidence in your financials so you feel ready to tackle your business goals, and how to manage your money with ease so you can build your wealth. Each day, you'll get an email with a video from me and a worksheet walking you through the day's assignments, which you'll be able to complete in 30 minutes or less. You'll also get access to a private Instagram account where I'll answer your questions and help you implement what you've learned. Visit profitandprosper.co forward slash challenge or the link in the show notes to sign up today. For working on the business as the business owner, for owning the business, for putting the money in, for investing your time and money to get the business going, you are also entitled to profit distributions. So when I say profit distributions, this is when you look back at, you know, it could be the last month, the last quarter, the last year, you say, what was my profit? Profit meaning sales minus your business expenses equals profit, right? So bottom line, how much did I net after all was said and done? And Out of that profit, you as the business owner, you can take a distribution of money out of the account from the profit that your business generated. So, if your business is not generating any profit at all or very little profit, that probably means you're not going to be able to take out a profit distribution. But if you are generating a lot of cash flow above and beyond what you need to pay in your business for expenses, then Cool, that means as a business owner, you are entitled to take some of that money out. With our CFO clients, we like to have them look at profit distributions on a quarterly basis. So what we do, we'll say for example, we're coming up to April, we would look in April at Q1. So January, February, March, profit for Q1. And we would say, well, here's how much you made in Q1 in total. And then we're going to look at, well, how much money is in the bank account? What are the things that we owe? What are the cash flow items we know are coming in and out in the near future? Are there any other priorities that the business has? Maybe you need to set aside a cash cushion or pay down debt or do something along those lines in your business. And so you don't want to take out all of the cash and you don't have to, right? The profit distribution really is a discretionary amount that is above and beyond your regular salary. And so, you know, you want to think about, well, maybe the profit distribution, you can think of it more like a bonus, right? So you get this extra quarterly bonus that you then can turn around personally and use however you see fit, right? But you absolutely do not have to take that out. I actually just find that it it just depends, right? Sometimes you want to invest the money back in your business. And then sometimes you have something personally that you do want to use the money for, which is also completely fine. Now, this is where I'm going to put a plug for not treating your business like your own personal ATM because it kills your cash flow and it makes it really hard for us to step back and pay you a market salary. And give you profit distributions if you're draining the money out of your business account all the time. So, I see this sometimes with business owners who maybe aren't paying themselves enough as a market salary. They go and they use the money in their business bank account to pay for personal stuff, right? How about instead of doing that, you just pay yourself a market salary based on what you need to survive, right? And then Let the money sit in your business bank account and then every quarter we will assess and see if you can take a profit distribution out. To me that is more ideal because I don't like to see you just killing the cash flow, right? I want to see how much cash flow your business is generating on its own without you taking the money out, okay? All right, so we've talked about working in the business and having a reasonable salary and then working on the business and taking profit distributions, right? So now I wanna switch gears and talk about how to troubleshoot. So if you are not able to pay yourself regularly for whatever reason, if you're feeling unsure about it, this is the section for you. What I see when business owners are not paying themselves enough or at all. Typically, one of two things is happening, I'm betting. One is you have no idea where all your money goes and you can barely keep up with your regular ongoing operating expenses in your business, let alone actually taking money out to pay yourself. That's one. Option two would be you're not sure if you can afford to pay yourself and how much you can afford to pay yourself, even though you do have money in your bank account. So let's talk through how to troubleshoot each of these two areas. All right, so the first thing that we see pretty consistently when business owners are not paying themselves regularly is that their cash flow tends to be tight and they just have no idea where all their money goes. Right. And so they just don't have the money in their bank account to pay themselves. And they're almost like living paycheck to paycheck in their business. So when that happens, that tells me that your cash flow is low and you're not managing your money appropriately. Okay. So let's talk about each of these things. The first thing you need to do, if this is you, is Increase your cash flow. So cash flow is money in minus money out. And we want this number to be positive, which means you are bringing in more than what you are spending, okay? If you are feeling like your cash flow is really tight, then there's really two levers that you can pull to increase your cash flow. I like to envision like having a board or like a control panel in front of me. And I literally have levers I can pull, right? One lever you can pull to increase your cash flow is to increase your sales. The other lever you can pull is to cut back on your expenses, right? So let's talk about those two levers a little bit here. If you want to increase your sales, how do you go about doing that? The obvious way is you sell more, right? But you have to sell more without spending more to increase your cash flow right? So how do you sell more, bring on more clients? Do you have the capacity for that without spending more money on payroll or marketing or anything like that? Sometimes the answer is yes and sometimes no, right? I've said this in previous episodes. Sometimes you do have a sales problem, meaning you just have to sell more, but sometimes you don't. And so we'll talk about the other times when you don't have a sales problem here in a second, right? So obviously you can go out and sell more if you need to increase your sales, but there's other ways to increase your sales money coming in without selling more. One of those ways would be to increase your prices. A lot of people um, are hesitant, right, about increasing their prices. They think, oh, if I charge more, I'm gonna lose business. People are gonna stop buying from me. I need to be cheaper than the competition. But I will tell you, I can think of maybe two businesses that I have ever come across out of all of my client base where I thought to myself, they are charging enough. <laughs> two out of the many, many, many I have worked with, everybody else, I have thought to myself, they need to increase their prices. You will find that increasing your prices has such a huge, immediate impact on your bottom line. It enables you to do less work and be able to work with more aligned customers. All in all, it's just a better experience, I think, for everybody when you provide higher value and you have the price tag too that reflects that. Okay, so you can increase your sales by increasing your prices so that you don't have to go out and sell more couple other things, right? You could also look at the customers you have and figure out, well, how do I get each customer to buy more stuff from me? So if you have a product-based business, one of the metrics we track for our product-based businesses is average order value. So how much is one customer spending on average every time they buy from you, right? So how can you get them to increase that order value, right? Put more stuff in their cart. Or maybe if you have a service-based business, what are some things, maybe you can give them an ebook or bundle some things together, right? What are some things you can do to get them to give you more money? And so you don't necessarily have to increase your prices, but they're buying more from you. And so you don't have to go find more customers, right? So there's another option for increasing your sales. I could go on, but hopefully you get my point. Increasing your sales is one of the two levers you can pull to increase your cash flow. The second lever is cutting back on your expenses. So if you find yourself consistently spending all of the money that you bring in, so you're not able to pay yourself and you don't feel like you can go out and sell more, then the obvious answer is you've got to cut back on expenses. And cutting back on expenses is something that can be really hard for people Because sometimes we make these investments in our business, whether it's hiring somebody, trying out some sort of marketing strategy or whatever, and we find that they don't work, right? They're not resulting in the return on investment that we thought we were going to get when we initially spent on the thing, right? And so it's hard sometimes to recognize that that's happening and then cut out the expense. So what we find, especially with marketing too, is um well in payroll i will say too payroll and marketing tend to be the biggest expenses that many most businesses have right and so what we find is like you are putting money into this marketing strategy and it's not working instead of cutting it out and trying something new the inclination for a lot of people is to keep trying the same strategy because you're like well i've already spent the money on it i don't want to waste the money how about instead we just say, you know what? It's not working. It's a sunk cost. I'm not going to continue throwing good money after bad, right? You've got to make that decision. It's hard as a business owner, I think, to make that call sometimes. So you've got to figure out, looking at all of your expenses, what is it that you can cut out that is not working for you? And this is why it's so important for you to track your spending in your business instead of just winging it from your bank account balance, okay? So increase your cash flow. do more of what works and less of what doesn't to generate more money. You've also got to make sure you are managing your money, right? So again, instead of opening up your bank account and checking your balance every day, and that's how you decide how to make spending decisions, go listen to the last episode where I talked about financial habits to have in your business to help you manage your money, right? So making sure you know, Tracking all of your money as it comes in, as what you're spending on, making sure you're not overspending, making sure you're using debt responsibly. Um, Just go listen to the last episode. I go way more into detail on the financial habits you need, but make sure you are managing your money, meaning you're being a good steward of whatever you have coming in the door and making intentional decisions about how to spend that money. You could also go the profit first route and open up multiple bank accounts right so you have money coming in um, for sales and then maybe twice a month you take that money and you allocate i'm going to put this much over here in my operating expense account i'm going to put this much in my tax account this much in my payroll account and that's one easy way to manage your money right so that is definitely an option um, to make sure that you're able to pay yourself and to make sure that you are setting money aside before you go and just spend it all. So I find, and he says this in Profit First also, but I find that when business owners have one bank account, they don't give all of their dollars a job. And so what happens is they end up spending it on things that aren't potentially in alignment with what their actual goals are. And then as you manage your money, One thing that you could do that I always recommend to people is even if you can't pay yourself a full salary right now because you need time to implement the changes to increase your cash flow, how can you pay yourself even just a little bit now on a regular basis just to build up the habit? Even if it's $100 twice a month, right? Go ahead and start paying yourself. On a regular basis, and build up that habit of taking money out of your business account and putting it into your personal account. Okay, just start now. Even if it's not your goal amount, it's okay. A little bit is going to be a whole lot better than zero. Okay, so troubleshooting tip number one if you're not able to pay yourself because you don't know where all your money goes, if you feel like you're living paycheck to paycheck in your business, then you need to work on increasing your cash flow responsibly managing your money and making sure you pay yourself even just a little bit on a regular basis to build up that muscle. Okay, so that's option one. Not everybody has this happen in their business, though. What I tend to see for other business owners is they have money in their bank accounts, but they're not sure if they can afford to pay themselves or how much they can afford because they tend to think about, I have you know, money here, I have $10,000 in my account, what if the IRS sends me a tax bill? What if I have some unexpected expense pop up? What if my sales drop off next month and I need this money to pay for all of my ongoing things? The solution to this is to give all of your dollars a job, meaning, assign that money to do something for you in your business, making sure that you've got all of your bases covered. And then once you get your bases covered with whatever is left over, you can spend guilt-free. So the key to being able to give all of your dollars a job is first and foremost, you have to know your numbers so that you can plan ahead, right? So you need to know, what does your sales pipeline look like in the future. Um, what can you confidently say sales-wise you're going to be able to do month after month? What are your future expenses going to look like, right? What are the things that you have in your business that are recurring, whether that's payroll, contractors, rent, subscriptions, debt payments, right? You need to be aware of what the expenses you've got in your business are on a regular basis so that, you know, you can start to plan ahead how much you need in cash every month to keep your business going. So that's question number one. So if you can't tell me how much cash you need to keep your business going to cover all of your ongoing expenses, and also if you can't consistently forecast out what your future sales should look like, what your sales pipeline looks like, that is your first assignment is to go through and get comfortable with your numbers so that you can answer these questions then once you know your numbers what i want you to do is we are going to assign your dollars that are currently in your bank account a job and i have a list of priorities that i want you to walk through step by step to assign this money to a job bonus points if you open up a separate bank account and physically move the money to cover each of these different buckets so that whatever's left over, you feel confident knowing that all of the bases are covered and you can spend it without being stressed about it. Okay. So here are the buckets that I want you to assign money to. Bucket number one is necessary ongoing operating expenses in your business. So you know these because you just listed them out in the previous step. But these are the expenses that you have to pay and can't easily get out of. Like if you have employees or contractors, if you are renting a space, Um, I would also include things in this bucket like needing to buy inventory or supplies for your business, maybe some software costs, right? I wouldn't put other nice-to-have operating expenses up here in this first bucket. I'm really just talking about like the absolute must-have necessities in your business to keep the lights on, okay? So that is bucket number one. Go through, you wanna list those things out and make sure you have that covered um, at least one month's worth, right? With the money that you have in your bank account. Then I want you to list out if you have any debt, So if you have any loans in your business, if you have credit cards, if you have an auto loan, a line of credit, whatever, you are going to be obligated to make at least the minimum payments on that debt. And if you don't, it will hurt your credit. So let's make sure you have your minimum debt payments covered. Then we want to make sure that you have taxes covered. Okay. So what I like to say is a rule of thumb is to take your profit. So sales minus expenses equals profit, take your profit and set aside 20 to 30% of that amount for taxes every month. So we're currently in February, 2022, looking back at 2021 if you did not set aside money for taxes for 2021, if you didn't make estimated tax payments, then I want you to go and look at how much money you made in 2021 and set aside money for taxes right now because that tax bill will come due and it will be painful if you have not set aside money. Then I want you to look at January. How much money did you profit in January? Set aside 20 to 30% of that amount in Hopefully, preferably, a separate tax account, a separate bank account that you have where you can earmark that money just for taxes and not use it for anything else. So, this way, you don't have to stress out thinking, Oh, is the IRS going to send me a letter and I'm going to end up owing some huge, huge tax bill? Okay, I've seen it happen. I know it sucks. So, let's get it addressed now. Then, the next bucket I want you to think about is a cash cushion. So set aside an emergency fund or cash cushion for your business so that if you do have a tight month, if your revenue dips, if something happens where things slow down, you have the buffer to be able to keep things running until everything picks back up again or until you have time to pivot. We all have been through enough in the last couple years to know things happen that are unexpected all the time. And so having a cushion set aside for those times is one of those things that will give you such peace of mind. And when you know that you have that money sitting there, you can take money out guilt-free. You can pay yourself that money without worrying about draining it out of your business. So to start with, make sure you put enough money in there to cover what I would call an oh shit moment. Meaning you have um, payroll coming up or a debt payment coming up, something that is a necessity to pay that you have enough money sitting there. Maybe it's $1,000 or $2,000 or 5,000, whatever to cover enough for like one payroll or one debt payment, just in case. Then over time, put enough money in your cash cushion account to cover two to three months of business expenses so that you have, like I said, the time to keep the lights on if your sales dip for a short period of time. So I say two to three months of expenses. I know we hear about emergency funds for personal finance where everybody says we'll save up at least six months. And I think that six months in your business can be overkill because you have to remember if you have cash sitting in a savings account for your business that you're not using, it's cash that you can't use to invest in other things. So there's a balance between having savings and then continuing to invest in your business. So hopefully two to three months of business expenses set aside in a separate business savings account as a cash cushion is enough to give you peace of mind. But if you choose to save more, That's totally up to you. Just remember, if you save more in cash, you can't invest it in other things, okay? So after you assign the money in your bank account to these different buckets, that will answer the question, can I afford this? Because with whatever you have left over, you have it to spend free and clear, really, okay? So go through and do this exercise and give every dollar a job. Out of whatever is left over, you are allowed to pay yourself. And if you have extra beyond what your reasonable salary is, you can then even give yourself a bonus. You can allocate money to what I would call a net worth goal, meaning save it, invest it, or pay down debt, right? Use that money wisely to build wealth. So that's tip number two. If you do have money in your bank account and you're not sure whether or not you can afford to pay yourself yourself, go through the steps I just laid out to answer that question. So go forth, pay yourself some money, y'all. And if you are going through my troubleshooting tips and feeling like I just don't know how to implement this in my business, if you're feeling like you have questions, I want you to sign up for my upcoming free Profit Boost Challenge It's going to kick off on Monday, March 14th. And in the five-day challenge, again, it's totally free. I'm going to walk you through how to implement some of these things in your business right now. So go sign up for the challenge. The link is in my show notes, and I am looking forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Now, I want you to go take some action. What's one thing you can do this week to create more profit in your business? Send me a DM on Instagram at youngcoCFO and share your action item with me. If you have a question or topic you'd like me to dive into, or if you're feeling empowered about taking charge of your finances, let's continue the conversation. Go to profitandprosper.co to submit a question or topic for me to talk about on the show. And because we all profit and prosper better with friends, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe wherever you listen, and share the episode. Make sure you tag me at Youngco CFO on Instagram so I can give you some love, and I'll see you in the next episode.